I can't believe we made it this far. How did we get here? Episode two, it has been a long journey. Thank you to everyone who's been supporting all 25 of you. <laughs> no, I I, uh, I enjoyed the last one, man. I'm glad you guys did too. And uh, I'm going to keep them going every Monday. Uh, so I'm no longer at the hotel. I'm no longer at the extended stay. Uh, the last straw was when I tried to call down for more towels. I uh, couldn't find the buttons on the phone. The phone had zero buttons. One through nine was missing. The, uh, I'm assuming the button that calls down to the front desk, it was just blank. It was a dummy phone. I go, I can't call for towels or help. You know, I'm going to have to call the universal line, you know, for, for the guy at the door with the machete. Like, hey, uh, <laughs> the guy at my door has a machete. And they go, wow, well, I can't help you with that, sir. But what I can do is get you three nights at Universal Hotel and Resorts with a fast pass. I go, I don't need a fast pass. I need a Glock. There is a guy at my door with a machete. They go, all right, please hold. We're going to see if we can throw in the Spider-Man experience package. I'm like, okay, I got to get the fuck out of here. Can't call for help or towels. That's the extended stay. You know, they brag too on their TV when you first turn it on. Here at extended stay, we'll, we have over 550 locations around the United States. I go, you have 550 locations, but this one doesn't have buttons on the phone. Okay? Room 222 at this location is missing buttons. Maybe have 500 locations and with, with, with all 500 of them having buttons, sir. You know, the CEO is telling you, we do our best. To no, you don't. You don't have buttons on your phone. Get less locations, and then maybe you'll have a better quality. Oh, but what do I know? You have 550 locations. How'd you do that? By scamming. Speaking of scamming, uh, I got a call today from an Indian gentleman. Okay. It was one of those calls where it's automated at first. It goes, hi, your warranty on your car is about to expire. To extend it, stay on the line. So I'm like, oh, this is definitely a scam. But I stay on now because there's nothing else to do. So I, I listen to the guy. He picks up. He goes, hello, sir. Please verify your make and model for security purposes. And that's exactly how he sounded. Okay, that was a reenactment. So he, he goes, make and model. I go, all right. 2018 Ferrari 458. You know, just making some shit up, obviously. And he was like, okay, I can extend your warranty by two years for $1,000. Would you like to do credit or debit? And I go, damn, this guy is fast. That was quick, man. Charlie. That was quick, Charlie. We know that's not your name. Yeah, I'm like, how many people does he get, man, daily? This guy's hustling, dude. Like, what's to stop anyone from setting up a bullshit call center and just hoping to get someone, some rich guy in a rush or someone that's just completely senile? Like, that guy's got to be making a killing. Uh, that's the only artist that makes money in reality is a scam artist. You know, every other artist has to die before they can make money. There are painters... Back in medieval times, you know, who are like those Michelangelo? 
all those Renaissance artists, they died poor. And then years later, some guys like, you know, a billion and one dollars. And they go sold to that guy for a billion and one dollars. They're like rolling over in their grave. Like we could have had so much money. You know what I mean? Silly. No one cares about your paintings. You know, just give me your credit card information. Those are true artists. Uh, like what's to stop me from just using moving to Nigeria and just allowing them to use my accent for scam calls. I would call, I would I would just use their script. Hi, I am a I am a prince. And I have 10 million dollars. I'd love to send it to you. Just cut me a check for a thousand. We'll do that all day. But I'm too nice of a person. I just can't fuck people over no matter how much money is involved. You know? Some industries would say that's a flaw. Okay? But Mother Nature says that's how you should live. So, going on that side. <laughs> that's so stupid. Uh, I just got sent a video. It was a... Uh, a chimp opening a jar and then closing it was it was like a water bottle some sponsored ad so this monkey opens the jar looks inside puts the lid back on closes it opens the instruction manual and starts analyzing it and the owner the guy on camera goes oh look he's he's acting like he's reading it and i go acting like it you just saw him open the jar and then close it and now you're, he's probably reading it. He's looking at the photos. He's looking at step one, step two, step three. He knows what's going on. That's what's terrifying. Okay, that that's, that should be how 2020 ends. Planet of the Apes. Why not? That would be the most logical. Out of everything that's been happening, the most logical thing would be that the apes finally had the uh, uh, mental capacity to create weapons and to eliminate the human race. That that would be the best end to 2020. Okay? If if you're if you wave to your neighbor at the mailbox, you go, "Hey Frank, how you holding up?" He goes, "Oh, good, being the uh, he just drops to his knees and face plants." And standing behind him is a chimp with an AK-47. And you go, "Oh, this is how it ends." Holy shit, Planet of the Apes. You know, I'd like to be at the grocery store when it happens. And a woman go, where's your mask? As her shopping cart's full of Coca-Cola and fucking cigarettes. I go, you're worried about you about me wearing a mask? Look in your shopping cart, lady. And right as she says, mask, just, just fucking rips her head from her shoulders. In just a primal rage are two monkeys that jump down from aisle nine to remove this woman's head. And you would laugh just a little bit because you'd go, holy shit. I thought it was going to be AI that takes us out. Turns out it's Planet of the Apes. And then you do that old school run and jump onto the back of the shopping cart and you duck the Swiffer Sweeper Spears coming from over the aisle. And you get to your car. They break the windshield. I'm always scared that, that in the apocalypse, my glasses are going to get broken. You know, I'm like, fuck, if my glasses get broken, like, no one's going to, you know, I'm. that's the last thing people are going to give a shit about are your glasses in the apocalypse. Let's be honest. You know, if, if I had, I'm thinking about stocking up some pairs. Because think about this. If I am, if I am in the apocalypse 
and my glasses break, what am I going to do when I, when I get to the woods and I find a, a former lens crafter employee, I go, Hey, my glasses broke. He goes, yeah, I haven't eaten in three days and I only have two shotgun shells left. So, uh, fuck your glasses. Okay. That's going to be when lens crafters, customer service folds when the apocalypse breaks out. All right. Especially my prescription sunglasses. I go, no one's going to have these. Hey, I will have to travel the United States to find that last lens crafters with my prescription. That's the things I worry about. I don't, I don't worry about food and water. I'm like, oh, oh, I'll find that. Oh, I'll find a deer. Don't worry about that. I'll choke it out. But I will not find a tortoise shell frame <laughs> with my prescription. Oh, shit. That's so stupid. But it would make sense if just... Planet of the Apes just broke out. You know, I just hope they don't talk. That's the scary. When, the, when they start talking, like Caesar's like, we don't eat bananas and just fucking kicks you into a cartwheel. I don't need that. Just, just be like a completely different species when the shit pop. I just hope they don't get that smart. You know, I hope they can drive motorcycles and shoot rifles, but I don't want them to speak English. Or any other language. What if they were like, what if they spoke Iraqi? You're like, these are Taliban apes. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I was just talking to my cousin on a real note. Uh, we found, he found a box in the closet of our grandpa's old war medals who fought in Vietnam. And, uh, then I told him, I'm like, yo, you found more medals because I had found a shoebox like a couple years ago that had a ton of medals in it, like Purple Heart, all the the Colonel Eagle emblems, some other shit that, you know, and, and he was just texting me. He goes, you don't get that many medals for being a bitch. And I was like, fuck, man. Like his job was to land jump out of the medevac, jump out of the helicopter, grab the injured or the dead guy, drag him back to the helicopter while shooting, and then fly out of there. And I was just like, dude, we are such babies today. Compared to that extreme, you're a little bitch. You know, I found what what made me immediately feel like a bitch when I opened that box, I remember, was the straight razor that just opens like a switchblade. You know, now all the razors are like four blade quattro shave with moisturizing bar. Ooh, this one heats my neck. Ooh, it heat it warms my neck so there's no tug and pull. And then I'm thinking about him just fucking, you know, being surrounded by screams and helicopters and people shooting and someone someone steps on a landmine and their fucking leg goes flying off and he's just shaving with one razor dry. You know, in a hole. And we're over here with you. With, ooh, it has three moisture bars. Shut up. We are fucking losers today compared to that, man. And I just thought, like, you know, they said that when he came back, he 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 got into the bottle. You know, he was a drunk because he had PTSD. And, you know, and I'm like, yeah, who wouldn't? You know, I just wish I had, like, a conversation with him. And, like, I bet he would like my weed, you know. He'd be like, oh, where the fuck did you get this? like California got it in Cali he's like those fucking communists 
communist California, great weed, but they're fucking commies. Yeah, I just love to hear his, some of his stories. Yeah, he's like, did I ever tell you about the time when we were coming in for a landing and we, we cut the helicopter too, too sharp and we cut a Viet Cong's head right off with the blade? And I'm like, you fucking did that in real life? I only do that in Grand Theft Auto. Just some wild story. The closest I ever got to that was working at Walmart, actually, with Vietnam Joe. This is guy. This is what we called him, Vietnam Joe. And uh, he had a gold necklace. He was a short, short Italian dude, white hair. He was only there to get his wife health insurance, which I thought was odd. I'm like, this guy gets forced to go to Vietnam and fight, and he can't even get health insurance for his wife. And so he's working in the hardware section. I'm in the electronics. He would always lean out and go, hey, kid, you want to take 15? You want to take a 15? We took so many 15s throughout the day. It was like we, in a full eight-hour shift, we were probably on the floor maybe three hours to the point where people would be like, you guys were already in here today. And he would give them that look like, I will kill you with my bare hands. And then we would just continue to sit. So we had this gold necklace, and in the break room, he'd always pull it out, the cross, the gold cross, and he goes, hey, kid, you know where I got this? And I would be eating a sandwich, and I'd go, yes, Joe, you got it off your buddy who got hit with a sniper, his brain matter went all over you, you had to fight back through the water, choke out a crocodile, and then gut a guy with your bayonet because you were out of ammo. I know where you got the cross, Joe. <laughs> Please let me eat my sandwich. That story is disgusting. And he'd be like, oh, okay, okay. You ever done coke? No, Joe. I have never done cocaine. And he goes, all right. Well, make sure when you do it, you use a $100 bill when you roll it up. All right? Don't roll up a $1 bill. That's for fucking degenerates. Show them that you're a high roller, kid. Show them you're a high roller. I'm like, thanks, Joe. Again, let me eat my sandwich. That guy was fucking awesome, dude. He would tell me some wild stories. And I was just thinking like, man, I wonder what my grandpa, you know, what kind of stories he had, dude. Keeping the whole family in line with a bottle of Jack. That shit's wild, dude. But I think that's coming up on 15 minutes. I think that's all I'm going to do today. We're going to keep them short, man. Just going to keep them nice and crisp until, uh, yeah, until we can move forward. I'm going to have people call in again. Uh, that's, you know, that's a future plan. Be able to discuss certain things. Um, yeah, that's about it, man. Eventually, we're going to get, I'm going to get a studio here pretty soon. Then everything will be more professional. Uh, you know, I'll be able to go longer. You know, I already hear the dog starting to bark. So I got to let it out again. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening.